All-Star break time. Very exciting. Your Tuesday episode. Uh, it's all very exciting here on Lockdown Blue Jays. The All-Star game is today. Uh, so you should probably be pretty hyped up for that, seeing your favorite Blue Jays playing in it. Ben and I are going to talk about our favorite All-Star game, Home Run Derby moments. Uh, we'll talk about what we're excited to see in tonight's game, and we'll debate about certain topics about the All-Star game. It's all on Lockdown Blue Jays. It's right now. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte and Ben Shulman with you on this wonderful Tuesday. Uh, thanks for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. It's All-Star Game Day, Ben. How could you not be excited? I'm incredibly excited. Um, I'll, I, although I'm not a crazy about the all-star game person, I do always end up getting into it kind of right before it happens. Cause it still is awesome. Um, so yeah, I am very excited, uh, for this all-star game. And, uh, I think, you know, generally the blue Jays have been excited for this all-star break. When I was, uh, younger, like 10 years ago or so, me and my friend who is a Mets fan, we would always bet $10 on the game every single year uh, for if the AL won, I got the $10 and the NL won, went the other way. So that's kind of my relationship with the all-star game. Uh, it's kind of sucked me in to watch it every year. So that's kind of been enough for me, but uh, well, they're back uh, once again in Los Angeles city of angels over at Dodger stadium. I've never been, you've been, I assume. I have been, uh, I like it. I think it's a slightly overrated ballpark. That's what they um, say about it. Because the Dodgers play there. Um, guess what a Dodger dog is? It's a Nathan's hot dog. Gross. I've heard they're nasty. But hey, maybe they aren't if they want to sponsor us. That would be a wild move for the Dodgers. Uh, I would eat, <laughs> anyway. Oh, the Dodgers? I thought you were talking about Nathan's hot dogs. I was going to say, I would eat a Nathan's wiener on every show we did if they uh, – the No, you would not. There's would no way you'd eat a hot dog on every episode. That. If they sent no, me. you wouldn't. It sometimes you record at like very late hours. Say we're we're recording after an extra innings game. It's one forty five in the morning. You're like, ah, son of a, I gotta eat a hot dog. <laughs> You'd eat that like Kobe. Um, <laughs> I might um, do it anyway. I could do it. No, you wouldn't. No shot. Um, if anybody could, it's you. Anyway. This is a time we're talking about our favorite all-star, our favorite home run derby moments. Uh, I'm going to kick off here. My favorite all-star moment, and I was thinking about this. We, of course, and tell us your favorite all-star moments in the audience. We'd love to hear a tweet at us or shoot us an email at LockedOnBlueJaysReal at gmail.com or on Twitter at LockedOnJays. We'd love to hear from you. Um I remember the 2010 All-Star Game, which was also in Los Angeles, in Anaheim, uh, where Joe Girardi was managing, and people were not happy with him because he left Big Poppy in to run in like the ninth inning and would not sub A-Rod in to pinch run for him. And people were like, you're protecting your own player. You're not trying to win the game. Back when the game mattered, and we'll talk about that later. Um, and they were not happy with him. And I just thought it was kind of funny because you had to watch Big Poppy go, oh. <laughs> around the bases that was good um but my real favorite moment i think is from the 2012 all-star game where melky cabrera 
just went off for the San Francisco Giants. This was back in Melky's Royd era where he was on the juice. Uh, he was a starting center fielder alongside Ryan Braun and Carlos Beltran. Carlos Gonzalez was DHing in the game. So there were plenty of good outfielders and they thought Melky was uh, the best. So, you know, that was big for me. If you don't know this about me, I'm a Melky Cabrera fanatic. I love him. He's my favorite baseball player of all time. He's a one-time yes. all-star. And in that game, he was the all-star game MVP. He was fantastic. Uh, he had two hits, one of which was a home run. He had a couple ribbies, a run scored, or two runs scored. He was fantastic. Andrew McCutcheon replaced him. He was not as good. But uh, Melky's my guy, man. I love that guy. Um, he was a Blue Jay and a pretty good one. Um, post being caught for roids, although I think pre being caught for roids again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I did like that you segued when you were naming the – the outfield immediately to another player who was caught for roids uh, in Ryan Braun. Matt Kemp still wants his MVP trophy, by the way. Um, but yeah, he deserves it too. Anyway, um, I'll give like an honorable mention and then a moment too, because you kind of did that. My honorable mention moment, uh, 2007 all-star games in San Francisco, Ichiro Suzuki scored about the most casual inside the park. Oh my gosh. In the history of baseball. Like, and remember this game mattered. Like, so there's a real relay and stuff like that to the plate. He scored standing, jogging into the plate. Like, just just only Ichiro things. Uh, I miss that man. Um, so that's we'll never see another Ichiro. But I can't remember who was it, but they were fanning him in the dugout like he was a god because he really was. I mean, that was fantastic. Was it Poppy? I don't remember exactly. I'll look um, it up while you're talking. But my moment will come, and it's a little more serious, I guess. I'm being lame. Um, but uh, from the 2010 All-Star game that you mentioned, um, again, All-Star games mattered then. Um, but did they matter for a young Blue Jays fan? No. They had never even made the playoffs in my life. So thinking about how it affected home field advantage for the World Series was really not what I was worried about. I just enjoyed watching these guys compete. So uh, when Brian McCann, our entire lifetimes up to that point, the AL had won every All-Star game. They were on a streak of 13 in a row. And when Brian McCann uh, usurped a 2-0 lead, doubling in three runs uh, to eventually give the NL, it was in the seventh, to eventually give the NL uh, the win, it came off, I believe, a Yankee at that point. must have been. Phil Hughes. Um, yes. I was pretty hype. Um, enjoyed that All-Star game in general. That was 2010 was the year that Ubaldo Jimenez had the most ridiculous first half of all time. Not actually, but like one of, and then just cratered for the rest of his career pretty much after that. So Ubaldo starting in that game is just fantastic. Um, so overall, yeah, Brian McCann doubles in three in the 2010 All-Star game. The NL wins. And that for me was when I was like, all right, there's some competition in these all-star games now. Like it's no longer uh, like watch the Yankees led AL team just pretty much smack the NL every year. So for me, that's my moment. Um, That's a good one. Uh, It was Manny Ramirez, by the way, who is fanning Ichiro. Um, (laughs) You say Ubaldo. The thing I always remember about Ubaldo is that, uh, one, he was the first guy I ever saw get traded mid-game. Like, <laughs> he was starting for the Rockies in 2011 when he got they took him out, and they were like, Ubaldo, you've just been traded. 
to Cleveland. And he was kind of like, what? <laughs> um, that was wild. And then the other thing is that he pitched like a full year. I, I love something I love about baseball that pe- a lot of people probably hate. It's just the the anomaly statistic of when a pitcher is so bad, but nobody cares, and they pitch them the whole year. And that was Ubaldo in the last year of his career in 2017. He had 31 appearances, 25 starts, and he was terrible the entire time. Like literally just uh, uh, like batting practice. He, he he had 108 earned runs that season. Like he was oh. so bad. Oh. Um, so that's my Ubaldo Jimenez. Can I, yeah, that's can I give fun. you Ubaldo 2010 first half? This I don't even know why this has devolved into this. Um, his second half, not as bad as I remember. Definitely Ben's brain living in a wins and losses world because that's how baseball was living at that point. Um, but Ubaldo in the first half of 2010 to earn this all-star starter, he went in 18 starts, 15-1 and one, with a 2-2 wow. ERA as a rocky. Like a rocky That's starter crazy. started the All-Star game. His second half, he had a 380 ERA. He truthfully wasn't terrible. Um, but that was by far the best year of his career, and it eventually went downhill after that. What's so crazy about that is he let up two less home runs in the second half than he did the first half, even though he's was far better in the first half. Everything in between. Um, all right, let's take a quick break to talk about Built Bar from the people who invented mm-hmm. – Healthy and Tasty. They invented Healthy and Tasty, by the way. That's going underrated. Comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends have built have given it the puffs treatment. That's right. It's the coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness, but stop drooling, Ben, and listen. They're good for you. Low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, all-delicious coconut brownie chunk puffs are here only for a limited time. Go to Built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. Bing. Um, All right. Now we got to focus on the current All-Star game. Um, I do have to ask you a question I should have asked you off-air. How much are we pulling back the curtain about this recording of this episode? As much as you want, man. Because I'm looking forward to stuff in the Home Run Derby, but that was not today. (laughs) That was last night. What a crazy Home Run Derby that was. Yeah, wild. wild. Pujols hit 60 home runs? That was insane. So everyone at home, we're recording this a little bit in advance. We're taking a little mini all-star break. Um, but we're still keeping the episodes for you. So um, we're talking about what we're looking forward to most. I do have a couple home run derby things, but given it was last night when you're listening to this, I won't um, I won't gloss or stay over it too much. I'll gloss over it. Uh, Pujols is the thing I'm looking forward to the most in the home run derby. Um, I saw like one person be like, man, Pujols doesn't deserve to be in there. It's a home run derby. Who deserves like <laughs> just – I love when just, people are like – it's so funny to me when people are like, the old guys shouldn't be in the all-star game. Like people always said that, like they're going to say it about this year because the, the commissioner literally put Pujols and Cabrera in the all-star game. Uh, they said it when Jeter got the treatment back in 2014. I'm sure they said it when uh, Cal Ripken got the treatment back in whenever his left 2001, when he was like 800 years old and A-Rod told him to play shortstop. Um, 
I don't care. Why do you care? Who cares? It's so stupid. Especially when it doesn't matter anymore. Like, it's yeah, one thing. Like, what? Even though I don't really care that much, it's one thing if it matters. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, especially for those guys. Like, some people will make, like, oh, it helps their Hall of Fame case. Is it going to make a difference? First of all, two guys who are already in the Hall of Fame. And second of all, it's what? like, all right, it's a difference between there being, like, a 15-time All-Star and a 14. Like, do you care? Yeah. What, are you crazy? No, this is, like, the best thing Rob Manfred's ever done. We need to cherish it. Um, it's cool. And, yeah, like, I don't want him to put, like, a fringe guy in. Like, if he was, like, Raphael for a call, you're getting the legend's <laughs> exception. I'd be, like. Your oh, Vitt Tori Alba. Yeah, I'd be, like, Sorry, all right. I don't know if Unieski Bettencourt gets the legend's exception. But um, it, he so clearly put in, yeah, like, literally two of the greatest right-handed hitters in the history of baseball. So This is the first time he's ever showed that he likes baseball, ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. What we're looking forward to, though. Home run derby, I'm not looking forward to Pete Alonso trying to three-peat because he had a lame win over Vladdy in his first one where he hit less total home runs than Vladdy did in the derby, and I don't care. But you, person who lives close to New York, kind of, do you care about that? Care about what? Pete Let's Alonso say going for his oh, third. it happened yesterday. Let's say Pete Alonso just won his third. Claps to you, Pete. Do you care? <laughs> do I care if he won his third? Yeah. Not at all. I don't care. No. Okay. Means nothing. Let's move on to the All Star game. <laughs> okay. I don't care at all. I do. I uh, want to see how good J Rod does. So I hope he did well because okay. I like seeing yeah. the young guys in the All Star game. So I hope J Rod did something cool. I, I'm so sorry I pulled the curtain back. This is hilarious. We're like, well, if this happened, nice. Um, for all we know, these guys like hit like three home runs. Um, let's talk about the All Star game though, because that's coming up tonight when you're listening, and totally when we're recording. Um, I'll, I'll put my first thing forward that I'm looking forward to. I think it's very cool that William and Wilson Contreras are both going to start for the NL. Um, and I hope that they are put back to back in a lineup because kind of like the Griffey Griffey father's day back to back, I envision the potential of a Contreras to Contreras, something cool. Maybe it's back to back homers. Maybe like Wilson doubles and William singles them in. Um, but I, I'm excited for the brother-brother combo. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um, I hope I hope they do something like cool like they did. Like I, I will I will I will say I'm happy that they have been trying to make the broadcast better. Like whether that's like somebody brings out like a GoPro or like mic up the players or something, like they're gonna do something cool like that. I will say I am probably a bigger hater about mic'd up players than most people are. I think a lot of the time it's stupid because they don't want to do it. Like how many times have you seen it happen where like Francisco Lindor was like, get this thing off of me. I don't want to talk to you, Joe Buck. Um, if you can like actually do something cool with it and, and like have a player like be into it and like talk to them before the game or something and like have a plan instead of just be like, give him a mic, he'll figure it out. Like, I think it could be cool. So I'm excited to see what they do uh, in terms of that because I thought it was awesome when, what was it, Nelson Cruz took that selfie with Yachty and uh, yeah. Joe Buck or uh, Joe West. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> that was yeah. great. So I hope that they do something cool like that. Yeah. No, that would be cool. I mean, it's always, it's like the best time to try stuff because the game doesn't matter, you know? So yeah. Uh, 
I'm interested to see what they try as well. I, I think there's a chance that the listeners will know what they're trying by the time this episode comes out, but maybe not. Maybe they'll surprise you. Um, so you never know. It's at 5 a.m. You won't know. That's true. Um, what am I looking forward to? Um, people talking about Ty France should have been starting at first base when his OPS is at least at the time Some of recording people. this. Very comparable to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in a smaller sample size with fewer home runs and RBIs. Um, no, I'm actually – I'm very much looking forward to um, Big Sexy Jr., Alejandro Kirk, uh, getting his first – you know, the world is getting to know Alejandro Kirk because he is so big and he is so sexy. But um, they don't – like, not everyone knows still, you know. Like, there are still ballparks that the Jays go to and guys are like, wait, like opposing fans are like, wait, what? Like Alejandro Kirk is that good? So I'm I'm very excited to watch the game's best culminate. And like the two big bodied, I mean, this I'm, I'm kind of doing this other guy dirty, but the two non-athletic looking men and Alejandro Kirk and Nestor Cortez. Uh, will whoa, be there. whoa. This is not. Don't be, like don't be dogging Nestor. Don't, this don't be. There's, I'll take no Nestor slander here. Yeah. Nestor Cortez like legitimately looks like Mario escaped the screen. Um, and right, if like he right. doesn't, hey, keep then he looks like a, he looks like the like like the son that the you know that the really good Italian place in New York City, like the pizza place, they're like screaming at him. They're like Nestor Italian. I know, but he looks it with his stash. Man is <laughs> he's Cuban. He's cute. Yeah, um, I know his, his name is Nestor Cortez. Trivia question. Can you tell me what Alejandro Kirk's number is right now? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I can. <laughs> Why did you know that was a blind spot? Why do I not know this? Because I just know uh, you, Ben. A smart guy. I know, like, almost all their numbers. It's like the Well, throw a number out, buddy. But the, once I throw a number out, it even admits how wrong I am because I'm going to miss. Just heavy, throw it out. Heavy. Throw one out. Twenty-eight. You're so close. Give another try. Well, that's twenty-seven. Twenty-nine. One more try, Ben. <laughs> Come on, you can get 30? there. 30? Hey, he did it. It's thirty. All right, I wasn't that far off. I've, I'm I'm happier with myself than honestly. I my real trivia question. That wasn't it. I was doing that one. It's like I thought you'd get it immediately. The real trivia question is, what was his number before he was number 30? Oh, what? <laughs> so not, not, not far off. He was number 85. Okay. I have no recollection um, about Kirk in 85. That was like Marcus Stroman was 54 for one year, and then he was six the rest of his career. And it was like 54. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm a little ashamed I don't know his number, but not that ashamed. That's good. Don't be. You you got another third try. Ouch. Um, anything else major that you're uh, you're looking forward to? Nah, man, I'm good. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to debating you on the biggest all-star topics coming up. But before we do that, I gotta ask you, Bones, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? Don't have one. You don't have an Odyssey or you don't have an LX or an EX? Both. Well, you wouldn't even know where to start with that question because it's an intimidating question that local chain auto parts stores are using to scare you. Boo. 
Instead, why don't you go to your computer that you have access at home to without having to think about, am I just buying what this warehouse or this auto or this local chain auto parts store wants me to buy? Instead, you can go to your computer and access rockauto.com. It's also in your pocket on your phone. Uh, it saves you time and mon money. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, that Odyssey that you got, Bones, $353 for the fuel pump at a chain store, $216 from Rock Auto. For our listeners, I'm almost sure these are American prices. Uh, but what I, what I can tell you is that Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. So here's what I need you to do. I'm begging. I'm pleading. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Woo, Rockauto. <laughs> all right, it's time to debate, Ben. We are on the debate floor. We've got three topics. That's right. You think we have two, but I thought of a third one that you don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. <laughs> what? We had a third one before, but we Yeah, but we it. can that one, and it's not that one. It's a different one. Um, Should the All-Star game count like it used to, Ben? Should it mean... Should it mean that whoever wins should have home field offer, advantage? Offer your, offer your opinion first. I'm interested to hear what No, it shouldn't matter. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. That's how they changed it because everyone was like, yeah, this is dumb. It shouldn't matter for anything. It should matter maybe for something else that isn't that major. You should not be granted a home field advantage for the World Series because some bum won a game back in July. It doesn't matter. All right? doesn't matter. And some guy just got on the all-star team because everybody gets somebody on the all-star team. And that's going to be maybe another question down the line here, but stupid shouldn't matter. So I was, I always remember the argument. I'm trying to remember who the AL team was. This is back in the Astros NL days. The argument used to be like, how come an Astros pitcher can pitch to like a Seattle hitter? And that's going to decide home field advantage in the world series. Totally valid. Totally valid. Your opinion, totally valid. I'm mostly a traditionalist. This is my least popular baseball opinion. I miss when the All-Star game used to matter. You're, uh, you're, stop. Can I explain why? Can I explain why? Go ahead. You, when, I brought up this debate why. You, when I brought up this debate question to you, you were like, we're not going to debate this. This is no debate. Um, but I'm, I'm the min minority. So I agree it's heinously stupid. Don't get me wrong. Incredibly stupid. Um, however... All-Star games stink. Pro Bowl shouldn't even happen. NBA All-Star game. Count. Pro Bowl's dumb. Stinks. But NBA All-Star game, All game can be cool. It's I one guy thought, he's going to be the All-Star MVP, Russell Westbrook, and everyone else just like Yeah, but what about that one year where, where Giannis had that crazy block? I don't care. No that one was, was a good. That was a good game. That's no not true. Was that was a good game. I was at Kobe's last All-Star game. I was there. Other than that, it wasn't cool at all. Um, it literally wasn't cool at all. LeBron James slapped the floor once guarding Kobe, like he went to college, which he did not. And then Kobe, like, uh, 
missed, didn't he? Yeah, they could be like brick the 19-footer and we moved on with our life. Um, NHL All-Star Game, they changed it to make it cool because it sucked. So they made it three okay. on three, which is cool. Like, here's the thing. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game was the only sport where the best players in the sport got together and actually tried. And I know it's for a stupid reason. And I know people will be like, but if we offer them money, they'll try it. That's been done 17 times. It doesn't work. So it is stupid. I get that. This is also an entertainment brand. And for me, at least for the All-Star Game, and this is coming from a guy who obviously has never seen his team play in the World Series, I did enjoy the game. The game was better when it counted. All right, I've got an idea that'll work for one season only. It'll only work for one year. Could not work after that. You tell everybody that it's going to matter like it used to. (laughs) (laughs) And then when it gets around to the World Series, you go, we got you. Psych. (laughs) It didn't matter. And it could work for multiple years if the better team happens to be the team that won the All-Star game. So it could technically work for other years. But you you just tell them it works. It's going to work like the old one. So they try. And then you say, nope. We gotcha. Yeah. I know my opinion shouldn't be adopted. Um, I enjoy your opinion, although a great way to make more people dislike Rob Manfred. Um, <laughs> He's so far opinion. in the gutter, dude. Like, how could much worse can it get? I know my opinion is stupid, but if you do search your soul, whether you think it should come back or not, you know that the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was the best of all the All-Star Games because they tried. Back in the and day, and people tried the NBA All-Star Game. But anyway, yeah, uh, we got to move on here. Should every team still get, be guaranteed a player on their team to be rooted to the All-Star Game? You went first last time, so I should go first this time. Go ahead, man. Yeah, especially if it doesn't count. If it counted, I could actually argue no. Um, because like maybe if it counted, you should just assemble the best from each league, and that would be a fairer way of doing it because that kind of strips away the whole 2010 like Astros versus Mariners guy deciding it. Uh, but as long as this game doesn't matter for anything, uh, I remember many years as a Blue Jay fan where, honestly, the guy that got in for us sometimes was Vernon Wells and sometimes the guy just didn't deserve it. But if I was a kid and I knew none of the Blue Jays were going to be in it, it would have been a lot harder to go watch the game. Um, it would have been annoying. And I love baseball, and I probably uh, some years would have watched it, but I think a lot of kids especially – are brought into watching the game because like David Bednar is playing. So like Pittsburgh kids are going to go watch it. And I'm sure you could have found another closer instead of him. And like, I don't know, like Andrew Benintendi, there were some people arguing he should, he should not be. in it. Um, but like now a whole group of people in Kansas city are going to enjoy the game because of it. And for a lot of teams, that's going to be the highlight of their year. So I am firmly in the camp of everyone should have an all-star. I agree. The only thing I could say that goes the other way is um, like legacy wise, like you're giving guys opportunities that maybe some other person should get. Like, I'm not going to say anybody doesn't deserve it, but I will say like Anthony Rizzo's having a fantastic year and maybe should have been considered not saying he should have started or anything. He's but, like, the, he's the bad great. team first baseman that got over. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't want to say anybody shouldn't make it, so I'm not going to call anybody out, but I'm just saying, like, maybe. Um, I don't know. 
but uh, that's the only argument. I'm still in agreement with you. Like, I think you're yeah. like, you're right. Like, if it doesn't count, like, why not? And marketing it's wise, just, like, it makes so much more sense. So, the showcase. And, yeah. um, and for most guys, like, the legacy thing, I will say, kind of like you said with Pujols and Miggy making it, if it comes down to whether you made one more All Star game or not, like, maybe you shouldn't be all of it. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I agree. I if that's the difference, um, Maybe you just shouldn't. And with fan voting, everyone knows that all-stars are like whatever value-wise. Totally. Um, All right. Well, my last one is should the all-star players wear their jerseys like they used to or should they wear these dumb jerseys that are being thrown at you? Cardi, I already know my opinion by how I presented this question. But you go first. the, The jerseys this year are nice. Um, I will say. I don't care. I want to see everybody in their jerseys. Here's the thing, though. So I own, like, a 2009 All-Star Game Evan Longoria jersey, and I love that jersey. Like, I... All right, maybe so they I, get, like, a patch or something. I don't know. I like that everybody buying their jerseys, jersey man. Patch. I'm going to oppose you on this one. I like All-Star jerseys. They just need to make them not stupid, you know? Okay, that's what I was going to say. It's like, if they made them good every year and not horrific... All right, but I don't like them ever. I, like this year's, I don't like either. I, like I don't think they're good looking. This I've year, never I'm liked them. This year, I'm fine with it. Um, what was the last yeah, year that they wore jerseys? Was it 2014? Was it that recent? I honestly thought it was before. I know that I only know it because Jeter wore his pinstripes in that game, and I remember that. Yeah, well, they would have um, given him the Jeter exception anyway. Um, the 2020 um, maybe unpopular opinion, the one where it was like the logo with like the three letter abbreviation under it. Which year is that? 2021. I'll, I'll, do you want me oh. to put it on screen for our YouTube people? Put it on the screen. I'm trying to find out when the last year they wore their own jerseys was. I think it was 2016 was the first time they didn't because everybody had like Padre style jerseys. Um, yeah. That's oh, no, weird. they wore their own jerseys. Don't make everyone wear Padres-style jerseys. They're not Padres. Maybe they still do it. No, I mean, I'll, no, I mean, not, about- not they still do it. I meant maybe like they did it a lot more recently than I think. Well, because yeah, I know yeah. in the last year with the the Cleveland ones that you're talking about, I remember that vividly. And they didn't have one in 2020, right? So 2019 would have been the most recent one. Um, no, 2019 so, they had they had jerseys. They didn't did have this one. On one. I picked Garrett oh, Cole. I don't know. I'm all over I the place. Like jerseys. You see this? Come back to our screen. I I, I wasn't hugely. A, I wasn't a big fan of those. I thought they were kind of cool, especially the other color. I thought the NL had the lighter color was nicer. But yeah, I thought they were fine. As long as the jersey's fine, I like everyone wearing the same jersey but different hats. I don't know why. That's cool to me. Like I like right. everyone's well, jersey. That's all the time we've got, Benjamin. I know you want to keep talking about hats, but thanks for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. Ben and I are back tomorrow. We'll be talking about some new ideas we want to see all-star break. Uh, So tune in for that on your Wednesday episode. Now make your second listen today. Locked On MLB Prospects host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars. Tomorrow's free and available. Wherever you get your podcast, please email us, LockedOnBlueJaysReal at gmail.com. Uh, and if you made it this far in the video, throw in the comments your favorite all-star moment. Uh, we will see you next time.